Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense. But we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about TikTok addiction. We're going to start with what did we learn this week about suppressing memories and why mosquitoes like some people more than others. Then we're going to get into why a TikTok is so addictive. Is it more addictive than video games? And are we truly living through an unprecedented time for the specific scary social media? Me saying scary. Spooky season. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) how? Oh my God. Being the TikTok algorithm for Halloween. There's your costume. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I almost well, it is just scary. Hit record. Like I almost just stopped recording for some reason. Why? Um, no, my brain. I just had like an aneurysm, and I almost hit that button, which would have just stopped everything. I mean, it would have been cool um, to have us come TikTok back. TikTok algorithm. Yeah, I'm still struggling for a costume, and I, I as, the kidneys. As great. per the tradition, every year I keep going. Yeah, I'm just not gonna do a costume. I'm just not going out. <laughs> so Mitch every year says he's not gonna go out because the costume's too anxiety ridden for him. Then the day comes and he he actually will cry because it's like <laughs> obviously it's so fun and people get excited and he starts to panic and then he does cry. So I think um, kidney's great. I think <laughs> Zach Nephron is great. The little part of the kidney. Shout out to last week. And I also think the TikTok algorithm is really funny too. I'll I'll sit on that. I have this weekend. I have not a lot. Oh, I guess we do have plans this weekend. Damn, I really thought my weekend was empty and I keep forgetting that we have like... No, we actually have like so many plans. Uh, Get a massage. That's where I think of my costume ideas. No, that is what I... We are so different. Like in a massage, you're always like, and I'm so productive and it gives me so much time to brainstorm and think. And I'm like, that's where I turn my brain off. And literally, I think about every muscle being massaged and i'm just like thinking about it as be a muscle okay oh you were a muscle last year should i just like pull out that suit again and what else can i call myself no 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 no. okay okay no we're gonna have amazing halloween costumes just you wait and freaking see okay i'm also going to screamers tonight and i feel like i'm gonna barf because i'm actually so nervous i know it's so rude you're doing something like scary fun without me you always act like you hate being scared and here you are like off gallivant and getting scared um, okay, I didn't know that's what was going to be cheating for you, but I yeah, do. You're literally cheating on me. <laughs> I do hate it. I am actually scared. I'm, I feel like I'm going to punch the people in the face, like because they're like actors or whatever. I don't know. I've never been. No one's ever invited me. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> no, I, I actually, I, I like being scared a lot in groups. I think it's so fun alone. I don't love. No, what does anyone? Well, that's not. Sometimes fun. I'll watch scary movies on my own because I'm like pushing that boundary. But then as soon as they're over, I regret it. But 
like going to a haunted house or like scaring other people or even getting scared around other people is fun to me. Yeah. Okay. I definitely have never watched a horror movie alone. I realize because really? that is actually just like to me, not fun. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's fun. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into and that's the podcast. Okay. <laughs> We're so insecure about our beginnings now. Oh, what did we learn this week? So mine was about like new psychological research about suppressing bad memories and how they think that might actually be like an okay thing. Okay. Because so often people are told you should rehash it and like go to therapy and really like think about it so that it doesn't like creep. It's kind of spooky vibes like creep up out of you. Yeah. And they're realizing like actually people who have PTSD and depression after traumatic events, when they study their brains, they're people who have a harder time suppressing memories. Mm. So it's almost like, wait a second, like people who forget, like you're pretty lucky for this because yeah. like people- Memory disorder. <laughs> yeah, like people who don't remember things as well, they think could, this is all early research, be less depressed, have less PTSD, because they're actually just not remembering whatever the bad memory is. And these people who have these really fine-tuned memories are actually maybe having a harder time Whereas a lot of like quote unquote therapy in the past has been about like sitting down, making sure you go through your trauma, relive it like mm. in safe spaces. And there, there's just like this kind of switch recently. Of, like, like, people maybe being like that's maybe. not Yeah. Mm. I mean, a lot of the theories is you do it with like MDMA and stuff. Mm. And then it's like, have a, but like just talking about it, it's like interesting. It's like, or oh, I just forgot that. Right. No, that makes sense. Especially for extreme situations, like especially for PTSD or depressive stuff or like, obviously there's like a fine balance between understanding having no memory is not great, but having too strong of a memory is also really harmful. Yeah. Especially when it comes to harsh events. And when you think back on those like horrible memories or like awkward memories from like grade nine and 10, like sometimes I'll like be like, oh, and then I'll just like, yeah. I'll like want to not good. think about it. Yeah. And then it's like part of me is like that's bad you should address like, it but it's like no because well, now it I is forget like, about it yeah but just because you tell yourself you should process it doesn't mean you actually will properly process it like and you might forget about it if you, you know what i mean might it might just, just leave like, yeah i know i know it's hard because it is like what's the line of brushing things under the rug versus yeah that's um, what their point was because a lot of people think of like talking to someone through a problem yeah. and and it also relates to a lot of sleep research like they find a lot of people who have ptsd like so the the hypothesis is that parts of your dreaming, not necessarily your conscious dreams, but is literally helping to process traumatic events in a way that is safe. And then there's like certain chemicals that make you feel good while you're processing this stuff. So you actually disassociate the really intense emotional feelings from them. But a lot of people who suffer PTSD do not go through those stages of sleep. And hmm. as a result remain triggered from their PTSD. So much of my dreams that's not English, right? So many of my dreams. Sorry, I've been doing Duolingo. I'm speaking like I'm Spanish. <laughs> so mucho of my dreams. So, well, because we're going to Colombia, so many of my dreams have been like in Colombia and like something goes wrong. But then I'm like, don't tell me that. No, but then when I wake up, I am kind of like, oh, cool. That was just like, I don't know. Maybe I'm like, am I processing that? bad things kind of in a nice Probably, way. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's interesting because when I've read that research, they're obviously sometimes referring to literal dreams, but I think they're also being like, it's not just what you're actually dreaming. It's like your brain going through stuff. Yeah. That like makes you're sense. not reliving literal experiences, but that's a perfect that's example pre of preparing for yeah. the future and like your body understanding and knowing how to prepare for stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Love dreams. <laughs> um, all right. 
are you somebody who gets unfairly attacked by mosquitoes? Because I am, and this little boy over here will be like, oh my god, I got two bites. And I'll be like, I'm literally covered in thousands. I actually don't get any bites. It's called my white privilege through and through. I even have mosquito privilege. So it has nothing to do with that. I mean, there is a mosquito privilege. No, I didn't privilege. say it had to. I'm just saying I have white privilege and mosquito privilege. I got lots so, of them. There is new research that has come out that found a more definitive answer because they've never really known why. They were like, is it certain blood types? Is it carbon dioxide releasing from people's breath? I thought it was like all those things. So now they have like quantifiable evidence. Um, Basically, they realize, okay, every person has a unique scent of different chemical compounds. Yeah, exactly. And they found that mosquitoes are attracted to people who release a lot of carboxylic acids in their skin and so basically okay the bad news for people like me is that you, this never changes through your course of your life with your diet with whatever it's just like you have the level of whatever you have your, carboxylic acid skin just like all over me girl i can't get rid of it i can't wash it although it might help them develop like mosquito repellents for people who have okay. like a higher propensity but they tested it by literally making people wear nylons on their arms and like legs for like six hours then they would cut little pieces and put them in a like you know tank with mosquitoes and see which ones they'd go to the mosquitoes went to the ones that had released a lot of carboxylic yeah they didn't acid. know at first what it was but it'd be like certain peoples would mm. get like all the mosquitoes over to it and then they studied then that. they studied it and realized that was the main differentiating huh. factor so um yeah and uh, like the idea and the theory behind why like why the heck would they go after this this is just a compound in human like oils it is not in other animals and so the specific mosquitoes that are tailored to humans the idea is that they they've evolved with humans and this like helps yeah. them to like get their source yeah the number one mammals that mosquitoes want to bite are humans like i love that stat it's yeah like, it's like they're not going for the cows or whatever they're literally well, coming for you and it was like part of their hypothesizing or theorizing is that humans often have still water near them like grow like evolving over time and like collecting yeah. water it's like a perfect symbiotic relationship well not symbiotic but like for mosquitoes yeah. to be like perfect location <laughs> now we might as well like be learning where to find this type of thing in the summer if i ever see still water like near our home i kick that bucket so fast like it freaks me out <laughs> still water is scary but also gorgeous and full of microorganisms <laughs> all right let's uh take a break that's what we do now right yep. <laughs> hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. I hate TikTok. No, you don't. I hate TikTok. You're obsessed. I, no, it's all it, you it, do. It has hijacked my brain. It is extremely dangerous. I have thrown my phone on numerous occasions because I realized like 45 minutes has passed. I thought five minutes have passed. I don't remember any of the videos I just watched. It is, I think, going to be in history books, like at the time that we were all addicted, like cigarettes, and we could not believe that like it wasn't regulated and that we just like let ourselves like I do literally lose that. our brains to I this do, thing. I do think you're right. Like I think it's objectively in the grand scheme unhealthy, but yeah, who could have known like literally two years ago that this it is also just fascinating to see and be part of like this thing that's taken over culture. I'm so, I'm so, you know what I'm I mean? I'm because I've done all this research and it's like freaked me out so much. I'm so like, yeah, but you I have to be honest. Fascinating. It's, uh, it's just interesting from the perspective of some, like, like a virus spreading. Like yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. fine. <laughs> you know it's COVID. Mean? TikTok just, is a virus. TikTok is COVID. Yes. <laughs> but, but so are other social media things. Yeah. And platforms. But TikTok obviously has just had this meteor rise yeah. that makes it so uh, interesting to look at compared to the others. So it. The study of how TikTok is affecting our brains is understudied compared to Instagram or Facebook because it's literally like so new. Mm. And I always forget that it was musically. Musically, yeah. Like, and it, only in 2017 did it become TikTok, which is like not that long ago considering how much time I spend on mm -hmm. it or like we all spend on it in such a short period of time. Yeah. So the science is like lagging. Yeah. But they, they think, but currently TikTok has been downloaded two billion times so like that is a huge chunk of like the human population mm -hmm. and it consistently is the most downloaded app like on the apple yeah, itunes store makes sense. like like quarter after quarter and you're it's, so it's just like actually spreading like a virus <laughs> and it's like <laughs> i do think it's that important does to happen, think about that happens to whatever the hot thing is at the time too like that would yeah. have been the case for instagram and for um like any what was that one you were using for a little bit vine no, Vine, that newer one where Snapchat. you like take a picture. Oh, Be Real. Yeah, like I'm sure there was like a yeah. spike where suddenly that was like the one that everyone was downloading. But Be Real but like TikTok. never took over TikTok. Yeah. Oh, you know, totally it's not. recent. Yeah. yeah. And I and um they I, are trying to study it and it, it's not coming up good. I saw a stat on TikTok, so this might be propaganda. But it was, Oh my god, I, I, I don't, you can't bring the research from the thing. No, someone was talking about like numbers that are publicly available. It's like more people are on Instagram. So it's like 1.7 billion, or I'm making that number up, okay, yeah. less people on TikTok. But then when you compare the hours consumed, yes. it was like 100 times greater on TikTok. Cause Instagram's also kind of like dying. It's like, Instagram, and half of it is just TikToks at this point. Yeah, and, and it's also, <laughs> so scary because it's like instagram it's like we're millennials we lived when it was like oh my god i can see a photo from my cousin <laughs> like wow and now it's like i go on this thing it's like a stranger's dog is literally like petting their newborn it's the cutest thing i've ever seen on tiktok yeah so it's like of course i'm like gonna watch like the way that it is like designed mm. is insane and okay wait, I don't know. This is, okay so these papers are pretty good but they're super new okay and one thing that they say is they're just like the concept of like Twitter and Instagram in the beginning could end. You could run out of the like essentially people you've subscribed to. Yeah, you like hit the end of the feed. Yeah, yeah. from the oh, get go, they're like you TikTok last. is that's endless. Yeah, and I mean it's that's never been, been designed to end. That has been the way that all social media platforms, YouTube included, if you count that as social media, I'm not sure, but like it 
it used to be like that too. And then they realized, how can we keep people longer? We yeah. have to start recommending them videos they do, would never find that they don't subscribe to. So it's like, it makes sense that this is the next step for an app to come in being like, we're never just going to show you a, like, a feed like but if you think about that's impact on humans <laughs> yeah like you just, endless <laughs> endless it's just like you think like you zoom out as like an alien and you just are like we're becoming wally like we're just gonna be like so scary just when it's in your glasses too and you know i know this is basic but that bo burnham song like welcome to the internet is like a really good take on it yeah. just being like you can literally watch anything the most extreme things back to back yeah someone dying someone giving birth someone laughing so <laughs> hard a dog farting and then somebody like who has a terminal illness and the, like you whiplash constantly yeah. around like feeling good, feeling sad, feeling outraged, feeling, oh, it's crazy. So uh, one study, which is from 2018, so it wasn't necessarily linking to TikTok because in that year, mm. they, TikTok had just started. They had no idea what was coming. <laughs> but they said limiting social media use to 30 minutes a day significantly decreases feelings of loneliness and depression. And at the time they were like, 30 minutes a day is like where you should cap your social media use pre TikTok mm. in order to not feel lonely and depressed. And it's like all that's happened in the five years since then oh is everyone's time on their social media has increased 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I, I honestly, yesterday was the first day that I like, I'm sickened by how my phone time, like I, I always think like I'm not that bad and I actually think I'm not that no, bad. No, you are bad, but I'm uh, just worse. <laughs> no, I think when I, th when I talk to friends and family, I'm like, you're bad and I'm really bad. I think. Really? Yeah, you think yeah, I'm yeah. bad? Well, well, I'm not talking about like our parents. Like you mean our, you think No, I also think our my, friends I think my use, mom also uses social media a lot. Too. But I mean, I mean, you think our, I can yes. think of friends that use it less than me, but I can also think of many that use it more than me. Yeah, no, no. I I mean, we're getting real. What's I think, your, what's I your think you phone of, time? I think out of all of our friends, I could be the worst and then you could be the second one. Oh, that is okay. Well, the, I, like, well, I don't know. I'd say the first step is denial. Bull. The first step of addiction is denial. At least I'm not There's no it. way. Well, get to what it, it's actually. I'm going to throw out names right now. I'm going to call out our friends. <laughs> Literally who? All of them that use Instagram. They're all posting no, all the time. No, Mitch, I do feel like TikTok is what has pushed people over the threshold. Open your phone right now. I'm not talking I'm, about me. I'm saying I'm worse. I'm saying you actually watch TikTok. Our friends. It's my job, don't. girl. I'm just saying. <laughs> This is an episode about TikTok. <laughs> the people who have subscribed That's to true. getting into TikTok are now officially on social media more than anyone else. Because it's our like, friends it sucks you aren't in. really on TikTok except for a few. Those are the few who you might be more, but you definitely are on your phone more because of TikTok. And I do think that because I watch it the way it takes over our brains and we sit on that couch with the lights off and that little screen on our face <laughs> and I watch you scroll for hours. Like I watch it happen and it is crazy. I wouldn't say I scroll for hours, like an hour though, maybe it's happened. No, that isn't It's insane. bad, like, no, it's really bad. Like it's what really I'm bad. Saying. Okay, I just, you know, I'm gonna have to go take a survey of our friends <laughs> because I think I know I do it, but I think a lot of them, I do think people are addicted to Instagram as well. And but I don't think it has the ability. It does, we have our friends who use Reels instead of TikTok and like, you know, I know you it's not You think that there's TikTok. people who are like captured by Reels in the same yes. way? I don't, I think that algorithm's dank. Uh, maybe you're right. I don't know. At least my reels okay. algorithm. No, like, I don't care about I thought about highlight. it, but like, I don't. Yeah. Okay. We're going to, I'm going to look at my phone after and see how much TikTok I use. Yeah. Yeah. You like, I mean, can't we do it now? Well, it's kind of embarrassing. I don't oh, really yeah, want to do he's it. Not yeah. willing. No, he's not willing. And you know, like I don't, 
count in my brain like when when my phone time says like I was using YouTube for some amount of time. I don't count that because usually I have it on. Oh my god! No, in my mind because I'm like when I'm making breakfast, I just like throw a video on in the background. I'm not watching it. I just am like listening to it. It's like listening to a podcast to me. What? I didn't That's know you how, did that. Yeah, like most of the things I like listen to are on YouTube. Oh wow! Okay. Like my YouTube time is probably just as much as TikTok, but but I'm not like sitting down and watching YouTube. Yeah, okay. I'm just like, well, if I'm it's gonna be doing stuff, yeah, I'll pick something that like I don't really have to watch, but sometimes I want to look at the visuals. But side note, like, Mitch's morning routine, which I didn't even know existed. Yeah, because I, I wake up way yeah. before you. <laughs> so for who uses TikTok, I thought this was kind of interesting. A bunch of psychological, actually like two psychological studies, they found. Predominantly, it's young people, obviously, which is like oh really my God, funny. Because like we are the millennials on TikTok. No, yeah, like no, not us. Ones. It's like yeah. twenty six and younger, <laughs> and it's predominantly women okay. so far. This is including um, Chinese research as well, and it's okay. called something else there. Like, like I can't the app is it. called something. Yeah, it's like Yudao. Okay, and it's like I, I really don't know how to pronounce it. I'm embarrassed, but it's not called TikTok. Okay, um, so the big five personality traits, and they use the acronym Ocean is people who are open to experience, who are conscientious, extroverted, they have agreeableness and neuroticism. Mm. So those were like one- The high traits of- Yeah, being that was found like in China mostly. Then there was an American one that it said that the people um, on surveys using sort of different metrics, people who like to broadcast information, people who like to receive feedback, mm. people who like to observe opinions from others, Yeah. Um, people who like to provide feedback to other people's opinions mm -hmm. and people who compare themselves to others. Huh. So that was like another sort of, you know, like I, I thought those were all interesting things to just kind yeah. of be like, do you fall on that? Yeah. I know lots of friends who don't use TikTok who I'm like, oh yeah, they don't really, you know, compare themselves to others or definitely don't have neuroticism. I mean, we are of an age that's just a little out. It's, it's like more interesting to look at young people because like all technology, it will always be harder and harder for us to engage with it. Like because, in our demographic, yeah. right? Like, of course, there's even less people in their 50s and 60s. Like, of course, there are people in those age groups. But people under 26, it's interesting to look at their characteristics because it's like, I think I saw a stat that like 97% of people under 20 are using social media. Yeah. So this Something same like study that. was saying that young people actually use TikTok as a way to like position themselves in their peer group and understand like who they are in their peer groups hmm. and that they think TikTok, like for teenagers and young people in university is like a honestly relevant for how they identify and like formulate their own like self because hmm. they put, yeah, they more project. Than, well, the scariest part though is like how much is the app defining who you become as well this is why it's scary right because yeah. like, i mean it's obviously like a, a reflective it's a black mirror so it's like of course it's taking data that you're inputting what you're yeah. actually engaging with but then that cycle of like it learning you and then feeding you things that it knows you will like it is interesting to think about what that does to even people at our age when yeah. you're like it helps define your personality around something. Cause like back in the day when like Instagram came around for young people, like we'll tell you what that was like. It was like a really <laughs> gross photo of a muffin you just baked with like a yeah. bad border. My first Instagram <laughs> picture was my clock. I was like, got a new radio clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it just feels like it was less menacing. It was like, I wasn't like, like your personality wasn't 
clocks like no it wasn't your face like we didn't even really like start spinning the camera to our yeah. face and talking to it for like yeah a lot of times in. it was like lattes it was just people's food and yeah stuff and, or it would be like yeah like just landed in sydney and it's like the airplane wheel <laughs> like it was just like it wasn't even like what you did in sydney it yeah. was like very like absolutely hideous they looked so ugly they were too. so ugly and the filters now at the time it was so Instagram filters were so cool at the time. It felt like adding them on a photo. You were like, yeah. oh, oh my, my God, God, it looks retro. It looks like it's it looks developed like, on yeah. film. Or like a computer now, game. you look at it and you're like, it's so, so ugly. ugly. <laughs> like it's the most basic just like filter that you could make in Photoshop. Yeah, I remember we were like, in Istanbul at like the Hagia Sophia, yeah. which is like this beautiful, <laughs> fascinating <laughs> structure. Like it's like a church that's gone through a variety of different religions. A mosque, yeah. Like now it's a mosque, oh, but it was fair. a church. Yeah, like yeah. it's like it's so fascinating. And the photo I took and the filters I put, it's like disgusting. I made it look you can't even like tell where we are. It's like yeah. it's like honestly like turned gray and, and like orange hazy, yeah. and hazy. And I was just like, Hagia Sophia's got me thinking. Or something. And it's like, oh my God. Like that just isn't that wasn't who i was right and it wasn't it was just like a weird side hustle it wasn't even it was mm -hmm. nothing whereas now i'm like looking down the barrel i'm talking to it it truly is the switch from knowing it will only be your friends watching it yeah. to actually strangers could see this. Yeah. And I think that has happened in these last four yeah. years. Like, of course, if you were making content on YouTube, you understand I'm trying to get strangers to look at this. But now these apps are developed in a way where it's more personal. Like, it's a personal yeah. thing built under the guise of what you share with friends. But then you're actually going, I hope it randomly shows. Because even on Instagram now, like, if I go on it, it shows me people that I don't follow all the time. So if I like scroll Instagram, like not the stories at the top or whatever, but so many posts are just like recommended pages. Yeah, and Instagram people. is such a mess. It's so bad, and Facebook's even crazy. <laughs> oh my god, I went and I went on Facebook like three weeks ago, just once. Like my finger just like did the muscle memory of like Facebook, like, <laughs> and it came up, and it was like because like, I hadn't like, been yeah. on in so long, like the notifications started coming in, and it was like it was actually I was like this is worse than reddit i have no idea <laughs> how to where I, my cursor should even go there's like yeah. forty-eight thousand icons yeah it's like going to a carnival you're just yeah like, it's, uh, it's uh, literally uh, yeah it's like it's going a, to or like a lot, slot machine you're yeah. like ding, ding, ding. You're just like wait <laughs> someone designed this it's like a halloween horror carnival <laughs> yeah Crazy. I know, and it's like someone's actually getting up and having a coffee and being like, let's go on Facebook and use this. Um, I mean, we still have friends that use Facebook. So. And we uh, also lived through the age where that was more our identity. And, and there are still um, things on Facebook that no one no other platform has really taken so like, like what groups and like events Ooh, yeah. and stuff like that and even like there's like um you know what's it called like buns where people can like trade stuff locally mm -hmm. or oh yeah or facebook marketplace, marketplace. so that yeah. it has some functionality i get and i think it's a true place that a lot of people have had like their friend connections almost like yeah. almost literally like the yellow pages or like your own phone book because you can connect like i don't use it like that anymore and i guess instagram could be used like that but tiktok isn't there to like Maybe it is for some people now, actually. I'm like, what, actually, to, like to update people on your life? Yeah. Or, or no, I mean, to be able to contact someone if you need. There was a time when I remember I was like, I don't want to let go of Facebook because if I want a message, mm. you know, someone I, I did a study abroad for a month and I have some friends who were like in Australia with me. Like, no, what? That I feels don't like have them on any Instagram other took that over. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. Like, because people. But not will. everyone got Instagram because we're old enough that it was kind of like 
everyone was on Facebook that I'm like, I might not be able to find some of like them my on aunt other might platforms. not be on Instagram, yeah. but <laughs> I let go of that. But it, going back to like TikTok and YouTube, I remember YouTube having a conversation at one of their like big events where it was like, you know, to brands and stuff about what the future of YouTube looked like. And they were really focusing Uh-oh. on how one day YouTube will like, no, you won't have to click anything. Yeah, we'll know it exactly will know what you want to watch. What yeah. you and then now in this iteration of social media, I realized TikTok figured that out yeah. first. Because yeah. it's like YouTube never realized, oh, just put it in front of them. Like, don't even give the option. Like, TikTok's like, no, you're going to open this and a video is going to yeah, play. Yeah, that's so true. And that was like a crazy switch. And like, oh, yeah, I don't want to make decisions. I don't want to have to look at even like going on Netflix and being like, what am I spending an hour yeah. looking for something? That's why TikTok is like, me. just decide. And I'll do a quick switch if I don't want it. Well, then, okay, that is so true. I re- remember that exact moment. Everyone like gasped and like clapped. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, YouTube's going to know what we want to watch. And exactly that's what TikTok did. But the creepy part, and like we can get again more into how this is messing with our brains, is that TikTok was like, we're actually going to start with no longer than six, like no longer mm. than 60 seconds. Yeah. So these are going to be these dopamine hits Just bam, that are going to be bam, bam, bam. bam. It yeah. is so designed to hijack your neuro- mm-hmm. nervous system. Whereas YouTube was trying to say that and being like, and we'll show you maybe a 20 minute video like about how to get fix value your stove. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. or a, if you like bird watching, this is like me, it's like a bird watching 20 minute video, right. but it's like, actually that is interesting. If you are someone who's willing to sit down and kind of like put your phone away and like be entertained. Yeah. But TikTok was like, no, no, no. We're going to be on your device and we're going to hijack your brain and things can't be, we'll, we'll, we'll get to three minutes after like a year of hijacking your brain. Yeah. And we won't even go over three minutes. And it's, they probably, it's like, we're literally all on drugs. Yeah, and we are. And they it's were actually, like, they were like, Oh, they're getting used to the dose. We need to <laughs> like increase the time. Okay. So this is the parameter. This is the parameters for if you're addicted to TikTok. Okay. okay. One, I can't. This is like freaking me out. And it's why, like yesterday, you might have noticed I didn't have my phone because I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh yeah, last night you were like, "Yeah." So I went on my phone for like five minutes, and you're like, "What are you doing?" And yeah, I, was well, like, I, was, I know. I read this study. I was phone. like, freaked out. Okay, so a strong internal drive to use TikTok, yeah, coupled with an impaired ability to control your use of TikTok. Sure. Okay. Yeah. That's it? No, I'm no no I'm saying that it's like saying sure is like, yeah, okay, that's them literally ticking the box like you're yeah. like I have an impaired ability to control my use of TikTok more than any other app. Yeah. For sure. Cause at least when I go on Instagram, I'm like, oh whoops, I forgot this is boring. And I close yeah. it. When I go on TikTok, I'm just like yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number two, increased priority given to using TikTok than other activities. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like when I was standing at a coffee shop alone in the past, I'd maybe email. No, I wouldn't email. Sorry. <laughs> Text a friend, put on a podcast. I'm like, right. I go on TikTok on like mini little breaks yeah. in my day. Same. Okay, when I have then, time to kill somewhere, it's like, yeah. oh, I'll just use TikTok and just like. Instead of anything yeah. else. Oh, okay. Number three, persistent use of TikTok to fi- despite thinking it has harm or adverse consequences on your life. Yes, like oh, no. sometimes I throw my phone because I. What do we do? Yeah, I know. Sorry, we're addicted to TikTok. I don't know. I think now we have to figure. That's why we're doing this episode because I'm like, I think we all need to figure. Well, okay, this out. I will say something. <laughs> like, uh, this is not my main study, but I did. So obviously, I and we've talked about it in the past. 
social media use is connected to anxiety and depression. It's still yet to be like correlative. So it's like, are anxious or depressed people more likely to use these apps or does it cause these issues? But there was a really recent interesting study that was like looking at the impact of taking a break from social media. Um, you looking at TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter was the four they were looking at. Um, they forced a group of people to take a break for a week and had a control that just like used it normally. Um, the median age was 29. So it wasn't just like for kids, but it was between 17 to 82 years old. I think, um, for some people that meant freeing up nine hours in their week. Whoa. And then what they found is it led to significant improvements in well-being, depression and anxiety. Wow. So it's still like, it's difficult to know whether these are but causing it or what, but it's obvious like at anecdotally a point, <laughs> at a certain point too. It's like, yeah, like if you want to be less lonely depressed and anxious it makes a lot of sense that you don't go on this weird thing that goes Bing, and like takes yeah. over your brain and sends you insane stimulus and that you isn't do, a human here's the problem for me is that oh my god i know so much of it is a waste of time but there are definitely things i've learned on tiktok like especially when i first started getting it really into it i was like i actually think i'm learning more on tiktok than any other platform ever ever has offered me like little house hacks and stuff that I'd be like, Oh my God, I actually didn't know that. I'm going to start doing that now. But how many of those things have you done? No, it's fair. And in the grand scheme, no, I do. I do a lot of them. Like what? I can't think, but uh, even, no, I'm just saying, no, even like I'm workout stuff. So like I feel like, like I'm not, I'm not just saying this. It's like, I didn't know our dishwasher could wash wine glasses properly by like lowering. I didn't know like, Oh, okay. Okay, like that's little, fair. little, I'm trying to think of like other examples right now, but weird stuff like that. That's, but that's why, but that's how life, it hooks you. <laughs> that's how it hooks you. Cause you probably have one of those for every like 2000 videos you see. Exactly. Right? Like I didn't realize our microwave, like it's always been ripping. And then people, and someone was like, it's because there's a lining on it. And everyone was stitching <laughs> videos being like, no fucking way. My like 30 year old microwave, you peel it off. It looks perfect. Wow. Then so, I did it to ours. I yeah, was like, no, Oh my the, God. Those are like, that is part of, you know, like these things have to give you some sort of value or else we just wouldn't want them at all. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it is well, a mix of value and entertainment yes. in a way that's obviously. And I do think I hooked. learn and I, I hear interesting perspectives. Like yeah. you mentioned, like I do enjoy hearing people's takes and yeah. or thoughts on the world and those kind of things. Yeah. But and you always, more, you always have. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I like to listen to podcasts and I like to listen yeah. to like people dissect. And that's why we like science in the first place. But I have realized in even just like the last month or so being like as much as I get that feeling most of it I don't remember and I know yeah. we started this episode saying I maybe have like a bit of a memory disorder no no but, but it's, it, they've also studied even that. in the moment I'm like oh I gotta remember that I like it and I save it and I'm like I gotta remember I'm gonna make that meal one time or I'm gonna like do that exercise and then I just completely yeah. forget it because you see thousands of videos they that was another study was about like memory and they were they were comparing it to like different lengths of videos and they were like if you watch a like even just a 22 minute sitcom and then you watch 22 minutes of tiktok videos and then after they ask people about what they just watched the sitcom they can like explain the plot they can right. explain, and then they'll ask them like literally they'll be like what did you watch <laughs> name a video and they won't be able to because it's like it's, it's that just like much, it's yeah. just too much and then also it's just not actually impacting you as much as you yeah. think but then there was one study about like science communication on tiktok and being like is that good and it was like chemistry chemists being like we have to use tiktok <laughs> because well more than ever aren't they saying that misinformation is spreading so badly on tiktok yeah so they said that like 
um they when studies. people well yeah what do you mean <laughs> oh, i just hate when people are like aren't they saying that and i'm just clarifying they as in research not just like the news oh yeah well this was called the chemistry collective okay. so it was like a bunch of chemists trying to like use tiktok as science communic know what i found out science communicators us we partake in the concept of reductionism. Oh yeah, you tweeted that. And I was that, kind right? of like, yeah. that sounds so bad. And it's like <laughs> the way they describe it, they're like, it's good, it's good. Like but I'm you're like, a reductionist. Yeah, so it's like you literally <laughs> just taking complex sounds principles bad. and making yeah. them simple so people understand them. But there's always going to be an issue with that. Yeah. Like there's always going to be like, what, what are you sacrificing yeah, that's in minimizing? Why they're like, you're partaking in reductionism and you're making choices as to what mm-hmm. your And you are is. making those choices. Yes. Which is like, you know, what is the bias that enters at that point? Exactly. But they were saying that when they made these chemistry videos, which were all chemistry experiments you could do at home, people after watching them said that it, they had an increased interest in chemistry. So oh, okay. they just like asked these people and it was yeah. like 82% said they were more interested in chemistry. Right. And it was like 4.66 out of five people said that they thought they learned something new. So okay. they were like, okay, it's not like this. just like people are saying that was dumb. Right. But then, yeah, they they also were saying they studied the hashtag acne hashtag, and it was like, like, after, like as in like to look up face care stuff for acne yeah, or sorry, like a bunch medication. Of dermatologists or, uh, and scientists looked at a, I think it was like a thousand or a certain amount of videos with the hashtag acne, and then by the end of it, using statistics, we're like, we seriously have to understand this misinformation because there was enough problematic stuff being said that dermatologists need to know what these sort of like trends are Mm -hmm. in order to treat patients properly. Right. Like they were just like, it was just, it was that bad. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like there's a lot of even fake professionals on these apps or just people who are giving their perspective and not necessarily trying to cause harm, but like as somebody who isn't a scientist or a researcher thinks what happened to them, they understand it first of all, and that it will work for everyone. And then giving advice that could be dangerous to somebody or not accurate and versus being an actual professional in that field being like, Oh no, but the research shows like most people will have a positive experience this way. And that could cause you like damage to your skin. Yeah. Just like realizing that you might see someone who has a lot of likes who seems really eloquent and well-spoken, but maybe they're wrong. And also just people who want, to go viral just uh, yeah, people trying yeah. to use the algorithm and to being like, like obviously certain more intense or quote-unquote maybe easy hacks to like lose your acne are gonna yeah do well i um kind of going back to that you said mostly females on tiktok right <laughs> yeah that was a yeah yeah, yeah. It was what i will study, say but. between tiktok and shorts and i know we're youtubers i have recently been using shorts and it is disturbing to me and I've read about this in articles too how often things pop up that I'm like I'm really sad this is being shown it's always like leading to Ben Shapiro videos which are leading to Jordan Peterson videos like to me I'm like either the algorithm's stupid or all videos end here or it'll be like some really conservative person talking about it was like some like female podcast host who was like kind of agreeing with all the Andrew Tate stuff. And I was just like, what, what, why am I being shown this? First of all, it's because YouTube's trash. We know that. No, well, it just made me realize I have seen a lot of articles written about how YouTube's algorithm really props up those kind of ideas. When I'm on TikTok, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I know it does, but I do not get shown it. Yeah. And I feel like in on the whole, TikTok is a much more like progressive space that might be ignorance because it's better at segmenting. Well, okay. That's the thing. Some people, 
people, I could see the argument being like, okay, like you should. We be understand YouTube enough because we've worked on it for ten years to be like, it is a manosphere. It is where these like scary white supremacist misogynists thrive. So it's like I'm like having a different opinion, which is like YouTube is actually messed. It is a manosphere, and their algorithm is made by a bunch of like dudes in Silicon Valley and they've lost control of it. So I do think that that is so scary and true. Some people would argue like, isn't it good to see that stuff? I'm like, that is not what YouTube is doing. They're not no, doing the, they're not like, the other side. Yeah, no. no, they're just like actually don't realize that that's who is in control of their content. Mm -hmm. And so I do think there's something that like with the TikTok algorithm, I could see it's like, important to not just constantly be validated with your own stuff. Yeah, yeah. I but that. I think when we think of people like Andrew Tate and Ben Shapiro and truly the like what I think are so misguided and powerful misogynists that are on YouTube, it's like that to me, there's not even a place for that in society that mm -hmm. has like any value, which I think is, you know, like some people would argue like men towards me being like, no, it does have value. There is certain cherry picked information from what these men are saying that's valid. But I'm like, I have truly sat through and listened to enough Jordan Peterson stuff to be like, no, hun. Mm -hmm. Like it's so menacing and scary. The Jordan Peterson thing. I'm like, he's sick. Yeah. Like every time I see him, I'm like, this is an evil villain from a Marvel movie. Who's lost his mind. Like, how are you still trying to, anyway, I didn't mean to bring it up like that, but I just no, noticed I'm like, like for myself, I also feel it's like makes me feel unwell wow, sometimes I <laughs> on shorts and it's so and i'm like going through and seeing cute videos fun videos whatever educational videos and, and then, then it it's just like why why is this like it makes me feel really unweird yeah like mine's only ever been like like jennifer lawrence's five best falls <laughs> like for some reason my youtube shorts is like all you care about is jennifer lawrence and i'm always like what <laughs> happened like i know i'm gay but like not that i'm not gay like five years ago all right, my actual final study is about video games versus TikTok. So the study was comparing different kinds of screen time on young people hmm. and its impact on cognitive abilities. Okay. So they were looking at like not only social media, including TikTok, but TV and video games was kind of like anything you're watching, <laughs> how is it impacting your brain actually? In my head, TV and video games are like, Truly novels at this point. Yeah, at Next this to point, TikTok, it's like, it's oh, like so, yeah. Having if my a, kid was like, I'm going to watch a one hour TV show, I'd be like, hun, I'll make the popcorn. <laughs> You're an intellectual. You like, are actually a French poet. Um, so the, they followed almost 10,000 kids for two years between the age of nine and 10. I think by the end of the study, there was like five or 6,000 kids left. You know how like a lot of yeah, times yeah. it drops out. I don't want to do it no more. Um, so they did their baseline test before and after of psychological cognitive abilities. Uh, controlled for genetics, affluence, all that. So on average, children spent two and a half hours a day watching TV and half an hour on social media and one hour playing video games. Oh. Uh, yeah. This is a nine or 10 year old though, okay, right? So okay. social media maybe is not it's as like accessible okay, to yeah, that yeah. age group. Fair, 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 fair. Those who played more video games increased their intelligence by approximately 2.5 IQ points over the average. Those who um, watch TV or use social media, there was no significant observed effect, positive or negative. Hmm. But I thought that was interesting that video games maybe had a place to like challenge your brain. Yeah, in a yeah. Different kind They're of at way. least not, a game. And and the the caveat was they were not discriminating like what kind of video game. It was just like all video games were clumped together. Yeah. So obviously there are video games that are just like not, no, but you are doing like you're actively. It's a it's a game. Yes, and their sort of like summary was that. Um, 
Hold on, what was it? Oh, it was reinforcing the idea also that intelligence isn't just this constant thing and how your environment can actually impact how smart you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? That there's not just this like necessarily innate <laughs> ability to be smart or dumb. And I'm just like, there's no way TikTok's ever going to help your intelligence. <laughs> I really don't think Not so. in any deep, meaningful way. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, like, they probably, they're going to have to face that issue at some point though. Like they obviously have put initiatives into like education on their platform. And I think increasing video length was to even encourage like more in-depth videos and stuff. Oh, things are like, it's but, kind of interesting to yeah. be like a millennial and, and start to be like, we're not like the young ones anymore. And like, it's so nice. Cause it's like, you can hear this sort of, like what's the word for like high on your entitled entitlement pretentiousness or or i don't know it's, those don't seem like the right words but you can see gen z sort of like laughing at millennials oh okay but it's like i've watched so many things come and go like tiktok yeah. will go yeah, like yeah. tiktok will something will on. you will something will supplant it and yeah. be like more yes. exciting more yeah. intense and it will be the younger people than you and you will look back on what you did on tiktok and be embarrassed like humor will change right. like everyone's obsessed with like being self-aware. That's mm -hmm. like the whole thing of being Gen Z. And eventually people are going to be like, that's actually embarrassing. Cause now I'm like banging a robot or right. like whatever. <laughs> like, it's just like, I just feel like there is, yeah. A, it's nice to kind of be older and watch and just be able to look from a distance and be like, it's, this isn't the end of the world. Like, yeah. And, and every generation above often looks at the generation below and they're like, you're fucked, you know? Like, yeah. But it's like, are, are they really? Yeah. And also it's like Maybe literally <laughs> Facebook. I went on it the other day and I almost like went cross-eyed and fell over. But I truly would like sit down at a library at my university, upload from a digital camera, like 60 photos of me in like a pink American apparel V-neck from my night out and like tap like, ain't, I'm going to call this one night enter <laughs> and like thought and it was my identity and thought I was super cool and like truly like looking back on that I'm like that's so embarrassing but at the time it like, was just the way it was it was just the way it was and we were making fun of our parents because they weren't yeah they didn't get it on their yeah Facebook. they just like don't yeah. get it yeah, yeah. So, and it is you're right like kids are just so adaptable in a way that we've seen had a longer life so we've seen more of the world have more perspective but to them this is just what life is yeah to, to use tiktok to like post on tiktok to share your life mm -hmm. to make jokes to dance to things like that's just what they only experience that a lot of young kids know yeah and they are really funny i find like gen z humor really funny but then at the same time there's like a thousand like yeah and humor gen z kids doing the weirdest oh, cringiest yeah not going viral. you're seeing literally all the cream of the crop kind yeah of thing. and yeah. then you're just like some or, guy like literally flexing his like Ass. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> you forget. It's like, even though I do agree, like Gen Z humor is funny. Sometimes you see a video that's so funny from someone, and you go to their page, and like it's the only viral video, and it's yeah. like all the other ones you watch, and you're like, whoa, this is weird. Like, why did I have like such a different perspective of this person? Yeah. So you realize these apps are helping to define that by showing you the things that rise to the top. Yeah. But it's like anyone, like even if you're a musician, you can make ten albums, and maybe one's like the good one. Mm -hmm. And so it's like. I don't know. It's just interesting that now these apps are helping you find good music, but it might just be one song from this artist and then one song from this artist yeah. in that way, or like one TikToker doing this. It's interesting when a TikToker can maintain and make so many funny videos. I remember being hashtag Britney Broski. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag Britney Broski. Totally. But I remember, and I feel bad because it's like, we've also been on YouTube for so long that we've seen the people like Britney Broski who you think 
will never do no wrong just mm. disappear like it is yeah. like it is so hard to yeah keep it up on it's social a space media. that and everything gets old everything the yeah. platform and the people yeah and it's just funny because it will happen again and yeah. it'll be interesting at the time to see what replaces it because it took a long time for something like this to come along yeah it like did. youtube i think really had monopoly on video and youtube is a, sad because youtube never had the cultural clout that a tiktok immediately yeah. got youtube was like we're gonna pay millions of dollars for so that Kevin Hart will make a show and then it's like TikTok comes along and Meryl Streep's just like get me on it like for free <laughs> like it just like all of a sudden you're just like okay this is yeah. the only one Rosie O'Donnell's like gonna do. it is like a hybrid app you know like it is a social like TikTok or sorry YouTube is it's a question whether it is a social media app. Yeah and the amount of effort that it takes to make a YouTube video is so high whereas they're literally like wait okay um come here um Jennifer Lopez okay you're going to mouth your own song for 15 seconds. And then she's like, oh, and they're like, we'll yeah. write something on the screen. And she's like, okay, I can do that. Yeah, like it's yeah. so, so easy. low, low hanging fruit. But also, I say. <laughs> but also I think it's so addictive that they're also addicted. Like I literally yeah, think and, that and the reach of it. And they're like, wow, I can actually like build a huge platform here yeah. without ha having to do a lot. And it is, but so, it's like, how fickle is it? That's the question. Yeah, I think that's what we'll see. And I think it is really fascinating because as much as the science is saying this thing is menacing, this thing is likely, you know, making you depressed, anxious, hijacking your brain, its influence on culture is very big. Like if you mm -hmm. care about those things, it's like, I love thinking about the music industry. Like I just love music so much and its impact on from TikTok is really like, unfathomable compared to yeah. like any um, other yeah, YouTube space. or yeah. something. It's like, I mean, obviously YouTube had an impact in that making music videos. I think when YouTube kind of came along, yeah. became a significantly different mm -hmm. thing than when it was just on TV. Yeah. And people used to think that music is videos a cultural were difference and a cultural change and significance, but it didn't like feel the way that like TikTok is integrated into culture. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was, if you're looking yeah. back, it's like, Oh my God, when music videos could be accessed at any time at any place. Yeah. Like that was a big deal. Yeah, I think. it was. And I, and I think that also there would have been people who were like music videos are, you know, kitschy and over the top and just a publicity stunt and like slave for you by Britney Spears and her being all sexy is like if the music was good it would speak for itself but it's like no that's a truly iconic music video <laughs> that you know what I mean like it was right. like we were Sorry. young at the time and we're probably to our parents like that's not how this works this is art oh Bjork has made the best music videos <laughs> of all time yeah. you know what I mean like it's like we don't question that music videos are like hack I haven't watched it yet but apparently Christina Aguilera just re-released oh yeah it's beautiful YouTube, or something trending on YouTube yeah uh, as like a modern day take on it i haven't seen it but i saw people talking about it so i thought that was interesting. yeah and i do i do um love watching how tiktok influences music for better or for worse mm -hmm. like it is at least just for me i find it like interesting yeah and it is cool when people like rosalie who are just talented like don't have to do anything and they just go viral <laughs> it's like you can see the people who are really talented and the people who yeah, are like but that's maybe still less a talented. bit of luck you know you, there's lots of talented people who don't get that luck and oh for sure but I'm, I'm like i also like looking at it that way the people who are thirsty for the TikTok, it's so hard because it's like literally gen z audiences are so self-aware that's their thing yeah. so they can see it and it's interesting to see which of the thirsty ones work and don't work right and it's just like it is for whatever reason that interests me 
I think is a bit of schadenfreude. A lot of times it's watching famous people like We're suffer. trying so <laughs> yeah. hard to be famous. Like Nick yeah. Jonas. Like, like Nick Jonas. Like, <laughs> Nick Jonas <laughs> like the Jonas Brothers TikTok where you're just right. like, you're old, man. Like, this is crazy. Like, right. you are it's thought like, you were like young, hot, like 21 And it's not olds. coming from a place, and I, I'm not even talking about them because I haven't seen it, but like, it's not coming from a place of them just kind of being authentically using the app. They're using it because it's like, I've assumed because they're like, this is how you get people to watch you. Yeah, for sure. I Whereas think so. the people that are most interesting is when you're like oh you're talented and you're not trying so hard yeah. to capitalize yeah. on this app even if it's working for yeah, you yeah yeah but i mean that's all of fame in the beginning like even before yeah. internet it's like famous people who didn't care as much about fame always had a bit of that like allure to some people i think yeah for sure because it's like oh it's kind of nice that you got all this fame and you're not just like so thirsty in my it. opinion that's the ultimate yeah. that's the people who i look at who are famous and i'm like namaste Wow. Okay. Obviously, we can, we're going to be talking about. We're going to have another episode about TikTok in a year, and I hope to God it's like another app or something. But if we're still talking, there about won't this be in another year, app. I don't think by then. No. TikTok is just still on too much of a rise. I think. Wow. Maybe there'll be another app, but not, nothing that we're playing. Like, so we have like a whole year of watching TikTok. Yeah. Ahead of us. You don't. Like yeah. Uh, I don't know. I won't, okay, fine. No, you're right. <laughs> okay. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bars. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.